1: Inside Sources, Inside sources. behind-the-scenes experience in
2: Washington and around, around the, the world. world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to an extended edition of Inside Sources. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you on a Monday. Uh, very busy day. Uh, really heavy political day uh the president obviously uh lit a firestorm over the weekend uh, but a really important event just concluded uh here at ksl broadcast house uh, and that is the debate for the salt lake mayor's race uh very pleased to be joined now by uh, scott howell
1: uh scott thanks for joining us thank you so much for uh, the invitation it's great to be here with you and terrific to have you on i think uh I think we found the next person to take over, so <laughs> you, you may have to
2: debate my wife on yeah, that one, right.
1: but <laughs> uh, well,
2: uh, a great debate uh, hosted by Doug Wright uh, here at KSL,
1: and uh, a civil debate. It, it was. It was very civil, and it was exceptionally informative. I was very pleased with all the candidates, and uh, I'll tell you, there's a clear winner in this. There is absolutely a winner. That I think uh, is undisputable, and the winner is the audience, the <laughs> constituents of the great city of Salt Lake. Yeah, uh, it, it, those questions were so well, they were so profound, and I think each candidate did a very good job at answering them. Yeah, and obviously that's a that is a tough uh,
2: scenario. We were talking about just before we came uh, back on the air that you know forty five seconds is tough to get beyond the soundbite. Uh, But where so many of these candidates are really trying to get some traction and some recognition here in Salt Lake City uh, before a
1: very quick August 13th primary date. Unbelievable. And, Boyd, you won't believe this, but the ballots, the mail-in ballots, actually go out uh, July 23rd. Oh, my goodness. So people will be getting their ballots uh, on Pioneer Day. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So,
2: well, let's let's dive into some of the, sure. the substance of it. Uh, I thought uh, Doug Wright did a masterful job of getting to the the real crux of the issues in terms of, of pollution and health care. And inland port uh, obviously is going to be a, a hot yeah. topic throughout the remainder of this. Uh, did did anyone's answers uh, surprise you uh, as it related to the uh, to the inland port? Let's start with that.
1: You know, I, I think they were all unified in calling for more civility on what's been happening. And it was interesting how many of them called out the protesters. And how uh, how terrible that was that that uh, had taken place. I was surprised, really, that they had called out this group. And you know, Boyd, it, that was just a perf- pe- picture perfect of what politics and protesting shouldn't be. Yeah. it was a sad commentary, and um, I, I I was very impressed that they called them all out. Yeah, and I, I thought it was interesting that they. Uh, They did call them
2: all out, which is right, because that's not how we do things in Salt Lake City. That that is not the Utah way of of doing things. Uh, They all seem to agree that the lawsuit needed to continue, which I thought was an interesting juxtaposition uh, to that. How do you see them navigating uh, that portion of the program? You
1: know, I think they're going to navigate that needle very, very carefully. Yeah. Um, I think you have to look at the cost. I think you have to look at the reality. And the saddest thing for me is that nobody knows what the plan is. And I put blame on that on the legislature. I put that on the committee. And they need to get that plan out there to say, we're going to do an inland port, but it's going to be the greenest, most sustainable, most self-sufficient port in the world. And I think once people have a plan and and know what they're doing, this is the thing about the protesters that get get me, is they don't know what they're protesting against. They just right, know that, there's, there's
2: nothing out there. There's nothing out there. There's not
1: a plan. Yeah. Now, if they had just protested some
2: transparency or, hey, it's time to get the plan, I think that would have been a very different kind of protest.
1: Really, it, it would have been a tremendous one. And I thought it was interesting when the candidates called out Derek Miller. That was really interesting to me that, uh, you know, he's really just a common citizen that happens to be the chair of that board. Uh, he is the chair of the chamber. I mean, that's, right. of course, his that's full-time job. That's a challenge, yeah. But I, I think it's a little unfair to call out a guy who's been asked to be a community servant – and beyond that, and that that was uh, interesting to hear that comment. Yeah, interesting. Uh, as as we went through, if you're just joining us, we've got Scott
2: Hal joining us doing a little breakdown uh, post game analysis uh, of the uh, mayor's debate here uh, at KSL today. Uh, I thought some of those that uh, that really stood out. I thought Aaron Mendenhall had a very good day today uh, in terms of showing uh, just some. Uh, vision and some strategy and I thought it was a good day for her. Strong leadership.
1: Yeah. Uh, She came across very composed and it was interesting watching her because I've seen her before in these debates and it wasn't that, uh, uh, she wasn't that effective. Today she she stood really tall and and it was, uh, it, I think she had a good day.
2: Yeah. Uh, I think David uh, Garbett also had a good day today. He did. He stood out. Both of you, those were. Respect,
1: well, perception. it was interesting how he tied so many of his past experiences into what he would look as a vision in, in moving on in the st- I mean, in the capital city and uh that that was another one that uh, uh kind of moved up there a little bit yeah i thought uh i thought he uh
2: definitely had some movement today i think uh jim debacchus obviously has the best name id of anyone out there but i did think it was interesting uh, usually the front runner uh, takes all the shots. They right. become the target. That didn't really happen today, did
1: it? It was surprising Yeah, because usually – and I think what that says is the confidence of the candidates is that they're starting to know that this is a wide-open race. Yeah, And, uh, you know, the interesting thing about Jim is he's been at 26% almost the whole Forever. time. Forever, yeah. It hasn't moved. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that 34% that you really need – that's where you got to be focused on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let, let's talk about a couple others real quick. Uh, Luz Escamilla, I thought had a, a nice day today. She's
2: always very poised, very polished in these uh, in these settings. Uh, I thought she did, she represented quite well
1: today. Luz is always genuine. Yeah. You know, she really portrays. She's an herself. authentic. Leader, she is. Isn't she? she is a genuine, yeah. authentic leader and a good listener. And I, I think what she did today was moved up in terms of uh, some of that area where Jim has had. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's starting to to take that west side as a big issue. Now, her challenge will be to get them out to vote. Right. If they don't vote, then it's all going to be for not for her. Yeah, absolutely. And then
2: uh, David Ibarra also, I thought, uh, a little lesser known, uh, definitely from the business community
1: uh, angle there. Uh, how did he do today? You know, he set this precedence that I think a lot of the community is going to be surprised about. He was a guy whose compassion, coming from the foster care system, when he told Mm -hmm. his story, you could tell the audience. That was real. It was real. They were listening. And, you know, it wasn't tears, but it was pretty close to that. And then I think by saying that he uh, uh, put 89 kids through college, you know, through his foundation, giving back. And uh, I think there's a a, a mass amount of people that want a business perspective. And we kind of heard this today when they said – you know, it's time for new leadership and maybe the politician isn't the one that's going to be there anymore.
2: Right. Yeah. There's definitely seems to be a a trend uh, towards that. Well, there's, uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, ground to cover. We're going to break down, uh, go to some sound bites here in our in our next segment. But Scott, we always appreciate your perspective on what is, we always talk about presidential politics. We talk about, you know, running for Senate and House and all of that, but it's these these mayor races yeah. that... That's really where it hits.
1: Uh, what, are we, what do citizens need to do before we get to August 13th? I think the most important thing right now is to make sure you're registered to vote. And when you do get that mail-in ballot, take time. Go back. KSL's got this on their link. Uh, and it's take time as a family to sit down and evaluate the candidates. But the most important thing you can do to every citizen of the great uh, capital city, please, please vote. Take the time to learn about the candidate because this is so important. The next mayor, we, we've had a dearth of leadership in City Hall, and we need to change things. We've got too much at stake for this great city and for the great state. And the next leader has to show leadership to be able to work with the legislature, work with a new governor, yeah. and be willing to be a good listener. Uh, we can't have conflict, con- uh, contentiousness, uh, contentiousness. All that does is breed this whole notion of irresponsibility, Yeah, and it's time for a change. Yeah, very good. I've always it's a pleasure to-, to be with you, Boyd. Thank you so much for having me, and thank you to KSL for hosting this. It was an unbelievable debate, and I hope all the citizens will take the time to, to get the link and, and listen carefully.
2: Fantastic. Scott Hal, thanks so much for joining us today. Boyd, thank you very much.
1: All right. When we come back, uh, we'll continue.
2: We're going to break down a little bit more of the mayor's debate today. We'll play some sound and get some reaction uh, to how that all played out. Uh, I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources. We'll be right back. Inside sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everyone. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor of Deseret News. Great to be with you on a Monday. We'll be with you all the way till three o'clock today, when the great Jeff Kaplan will come in to get you home and uh, on your drive. Uh, we've been breaking down the uh, Salt Lake Mayor's debate, which took place here at KSL today, and uh, we're, we're very pleased to get some insight from Scott Howell. Uh, and his perspective on how that all took place. Uh, We're going to, we're going to do a little uh, test here. (laughs) We're going to go to some, some sound from the debate uh, just to give you a little feel and flavor for uh, what the, what the conversation was about, what some of the main topics were uh, and some of those that I think stood out today and uh, uh, made some ground in terms of uh, what is a really challenging race. I mean, it is, it is always tough to get the attention uh, of the electorate, uh, particularly when it's the middle of the summer. And uh, we've got a, a primary coming up here on August 13th. As Scott Howell told us, the uh, mail-in ballots will hit your mailbox, uh, those in uh, Salt Lake City, uh, next week uh, by, uh, before Pioneer Day. You're going to have some ballots, and so uh, be careful of that. I do want to make sure. If you do want to chime in today on any of the topics that we're hitting, you can always do that on the Utah Community Credit Union text line five seven five zero zero again five seven five zero zero Utah Community Credit Union text line. If you want to weigh in on any of our uh, topics today, uh, only when it's safe. Safety first when it comes to texting. Don't do it while you're driving. Uh, but let's jump into to some sound from the debate. Uh, I thought Aaron Mendenhall uh, had a really strong debate today, uh, did incredibly well. And I want to go to some sound from uh, Aaron Mendenhall on the Inland Port. She had to say this
0: The Inland Port Authority. Is something that was an abomination, truly, to all 247 cities and towns in this state. And as a member of the League of Cities and Towns, I'm a board member. I'll tell you, the cities and towns st- stood together when the state stole our future tax revenue and our ultimate land use authority for almost 20% of Salt Lake City. It's unheard of. So I support... The litigation that is filed right now against the state of Utah, because we've never had almost a fifth of our city being ripped away from us. It is unprecedented, and I think it's appropriate for the courts to decide. But I'll tell you, I think it's irresponsible for us as a city to stick our heads in the sand between today and whenever that day in court is, because decisions are being made, and our mayor needs to be at that table with our voices and our values in those conversations.
2: Okay, very strong uh, statement there from Erin uh, Mendenhall during the uh, mayor's debate today on the inland port uh, said she supports the litigation moving forward. Uh, also said that uh, the mayor's got to step up and can't just uh, wait it out or uh, put your, the head in the sand and uh, hope things go better. That's not a strategy. Uh, let's go to can we go to Luz Escamilla on the police for some of the challenges we've had there. Here's Luz.
0: We have a big challenge. We are the most diverse city in the state and we welcome thousands of people every day to our city. So for law enforcement, we need to be very creative and think outside the box. One of the things we want to make sure is we keep promoting community policing. Sorry, that was my... So by having communities involved in law enforcement and public safety, by creating and engaging in conversations with law enforcement, we can then recruit more people from Salt Lake City to be our police officers. We want to reflect, our law enforcement should reflect the community they're serving, and I have a plan to make sure that that happens on day one when I become the mayor. Thank you.
2: Okay, uh, Luz Escamilla uh, on uh, some of the police issues of the city of Salt Lake. And uh, again, some some really good conversation, I thought. Again, really challenging eight candidates uh, so you really had very short increments in which to uh, to answer. Uh, I do think it was a, a great demonstration of the civility of the way uh, Utahns can have debate uh, around critical issues. Uh, so I thought that was a, a real positive thing coming out of today. I uh, also wanted to go uh, to a uh, sound click uh, clip from uh, David Garbett, uh, who I think also had a very good day today uh, in terms of his vision and uh uh, Doug Wright, uh, who hosted uh, and moderated the debate today for KSL, uh, asked him about the challenge of growth, and uh, this is what Mr. Garbett had to say.
1: And now, David Garbett.
0: Addressing growth is all about us being deliberate and planning for our future. I've put together plans for how we can do that on transportation. I've put together plans about how we can do that on housing. Air quality, I want to focus on this because. The reason that we don't have clean air is because we've waited for others to come solve our problem. Literally our division of air quality, their solution for air quality here is to say, let's let the federal government solve this problem for us. Imagine, whether regardless of your feelings of the federal government, that's our plan. And I hear that from residents sometimes saying, well, we can't do anything about air quality. Let's give that to the legislature. They're not coming to save the day for us. That's why I have a four-part aggressive plan on how we get to clean energy, how we clean up our air and how we do things like move the refinery outside of our airship.
2: That's uh, David Garbett as uh, part of the uh, mayor's debate uh, here at KSL today, again, hosted and moderated by uh, Doug Wright uh, weighing in there. Uh, and this is a, an important, uh, a, a important debate. And as we get closer to this August 13th primary, again, we it, everything will be whittled down to two uh, candidates who will go on to the November general election uh, but this is a, a tough challenge for these eight candidates. Uh, and so we, d- we do encourage all of those in uh, Salt Lake City uh, to really do their homework uh, and check this out. I know it's summer. I know you're worried about your vacation or summer camp or getting your kids where they need to go. Uh, but this is the level of government that really impacts you the most. Uh, and it, uh, it it needs to have everyone's attention and uh, d- really deserve some, some good effort. And uh, as we had Scott Howland here earlier, a uh, reminder that those mail-in ballots will hit your mailbox if you're in Salt Lake City, uh, probably the 23rd. Uh, so uh, right in time for Pioneer Day, a uh, good chance for you to sit down. And again, we've got eight candidates, Jim DeBacchus, uh, Luz Escamilla, David Garbett, Richard Goldberger, uh, Rainier Huck, uh, David Ibarra, Aaron Mendenhall, and Stan Penfold. All of those uh, are the uh, the eight candidates there. Again, it was a, a good debate here at KSL. Uh, we are looking at some uh, breaking news uh, in terms of a, an officer shooting. Uh, we'll have more on that coming up at the top of the hour. If you're just joining us, uh, this is Boyd Matheson. We're doing an extended uh, edition of Inside Sources. Uh, we'll be with you all the way until three o'clock today. And uh, in our last hour, uh, we are going to break down some really interesting things. There's some uh, New reports out in terms of the most stressed out cities. We're going to talk about the stress that happens more and more on Sunday evenings. Uh, as opposed to Monday mornings. Monday morning used to be the big stress day, uh, but now that's becoming a Sunday night activity for everyone. And then we'll talk about uh, a few things that I learned at the lake uh, during my time away from the stress and the rat race. And uh, we'll get into that as we cruise through this final hour. As always, if you want to weigh in on any of our topics today, we've talked about everything from the president's tweets to immigration uh, we took a, a good look at the 2020 uh, candidates uh, for president on the Democratic side. They've got another debate coming up here uh, on the 30th and 31st. They'll do it the same way they did last time uh, over two nights, uh, ten people per round, and so that will be interesting. Uh, but if you do want to weigh in today, uh, you can always weigh in on the Utah Community Credit Union text line five seven five zero zero. And we've had some uh, some interesting texts come in already. Uh, today on everything uh, from the president's tweets to what's happening at the border and some of the challenges there. And the interesting thing to me is that it's it's always so easy to conflate any issue to a left and right political issue. And I think that's the biggest challenge in our country today is when as citizens are we going to say enough? Can we just get to the issue? We talked to Doug Wilkes, editor of the Deseret News, uh, about this idea of could we even do a moonshot anymore? Could we have any issue? Is there any issue? And is there any leader out there who could call the nation together to unite around a common goal uh, like the moonshot? Uh, as we celebrate this uh, this week, the anniversary of Apollo 11 and the moon landing, uh, can we even get there? Is there any issue big enough? Is there any leader strong enough or compelling enough? Uh, are the American people willing to come together uh, and unite to solve a big problem? Uh, that's the big test. And we're going to nail that, uh, drill down on that as we get into our final hour uh, here on KSL News Radio. Uh, I am Boyd Matheson opinion editor at the deseret news you're listening to an extended version of inside sources thanks for joining us on ksl news radio Uh, top of the hour news is
1: next and then we'll be back for our the final hour of the show today